Welcome to Talk That Good Shit. We're back uh, and we're going to be talking about the uh, the show that WWE are doing not in America. Good. Um, in Wales. Like, fucking hell, they're in Wales. Yeah. Yeah. What about Drew it? Get... Yeah, they're in Wales. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's it's... pretty cool. It really is. It's just... Like, oh, they're doing a pay-per-view cool. over there. That's that's fairly cool. Or a premium live event, as we call it. Um, Yes. But before we even uh, talk about that show, I did want to say, was I the only one upset by the Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns uh, fucking last man standing match with just the counting involved in that match? Okay, so um, allow me to um, uh, answer your question with yes. Thank God I was going to have to put an ad in the middle of your story if you uh, disagree with me. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll we count your point. For that. <laughs> I'll counter your point with, but tractor though. Yeah, okay, tractor, whatever. I thought that was lit, but that's all that matters. I'm like, there was, no, I felt no suspense in the referee's count, and then there were times that people were down and the referee didn't count. But no, that yeah, we can't. Yeah, those, count those times, those times were dumb. But I'm, no, I'm like, it was. I get it. The end. Towards the end, I was not so much suspenseful, but it was like, oh, is this the one that keeps him down? Oh, he's back up. What's it gonna take? I was like, that was kind of cool. It was more like a, you know, Brock Lesnar can't be killed. What's it going to take? Apparently but, some oddly placed furniture on top of him is enough to stop him. But I was going to say, to be fair, the result was never even in question. Oh, no. No, it wasn't going to go the other way. I, that, that- <clears throat> I bring this up, but actually it's a good thing to bring up. Because I bring this up in compared to other times he's defended the title. And this has been a big issue in Roman's title reign. It's been a good title reign. It's been a long title reign. But there's been probably, I could count on one hand the amount of times I genuinely thought Roman may have had a chance at losing. There was Mania to Edge. There was uh, SummerSlam to Cena. Uh, the Demon to uh, Finn Balor. And that was pretty much it. I couldn't give you another time. Outside of that, he's never felt like he's ever been in danger of losing, and I include all the Brock Lesnar matches in that. All like, of them. Personally, I don't see Roman being in danger until he's in a basic singles, no stipulation match. I suppose they can be a stipulation, but really the big thing needs to be if the Usos get involved or he gets disqualified, he loses the title. You should say that! But now <laughs> Sammy's involved in the Bloodline, so now I suppose they'd have to say no Bloodline members... No, funny you say that. I actually have a theory on that, an Austin theory. Not actually an Austin uh, theory, though. But he can take that briefcase uh, and shove it firmly up his ass. Apparently, first of all, in major news, Theory is now called Austin Theory again. He got his first name back. What a privilege. I mean, like, let's be honest. Vince hates first names because, God forbid, anyone have a first name around that man. I... <laughs> I can understand. I can understand where some of them come from. Like, I was talking to someone about this literally uh, two weeks ago. And it was, look, at the end of the day, Alexander Rusev's kind of like a strong name. But eventually, you just it's just Rusev. No one will call you Alexander. It'll just be Rusev. That one I get. But then it's like, but Matt Riddle. Yeah, he, you'll call him Riddle, but it's Matt Riddle. You don't call him just Riddle. Because that sounds dumb as fuck. Especially considering he actually had pull from a different sport. Under his name, Matt Riddle. Yeah. I was like, no, I, that one they, they weren't going to... I think Matt Riddle to Riddle and Austin Theory to Theory were dumb, and I'm glad they have been reverted. Every other change doesn't bother me. They are not. They weren't going to turn around and make Alistair Black just black. Or Alistair, yeah. I mean, I could Matt believe Green. they would have called him 
Alistair. Alistair. Although, ah. although we do just call... It's funny, because we call Rey Mysterio Mysterio, but we call Dominic Mysterio Dominic. Yeah, because Dominic, no, hasn't earned, Dominic hasn't earned the Mysterio name yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I, I wasn't crash hot on seeing Logan Paul wrestle. But After the fact that he match, can go harder than Dominic. I wasn't really caring story-wise, because it was like, look... Logan Paul is going to be Logan Paul, and it's The Miz, so this is a bit here or there. But but with his performance that he did have at Mania, I'm intrigued if you can follow up with that. And he did, so I'm I'm very happy with where that's gone so far. I, mean, I don't know where he's putting because apparently The Miz is getting abducted every week, but... This is what happens when people come back under Triple H's guys. They're like, no, you're going to ad- abduct people. Johnny Gargano <laughs> comes back. It's like, good. Hey, yeah. Well, we've talked about a fair few people who will actually be on this show, so I feel like we should actually get into the show. I mean, do you want to start with the first match? Uh, which way? Because uh, either mean, way, like, we've talked about both sides here. I'm, I'm just going to start with the one that doesn't have a title in it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I have three of those. Yeah, me too. Okay. Edge and oh, no, Ray. Actually, I'll take that back. I have two because technically one has a champion in it in a non-title match. Yeah, okay, fair. And I say a champion because fucking Raquel and Aaliyah won somehow. Yeah, that I don't even know. I'm like, this... Okay, so ever since Dakota Kai burst into NXT, I'm like, she's going to be a champion. I'm calling it. Uh, She'll well, be hey, a champion for sure. For all of one day in NXT. Yeah, see, I'm like, she's going to get her big break. She'll get her break at some point. Nah, not now. I'm like, okay, <laughs> next time. Inevitably, she gets released. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, okay. That's Good kind of a... Forehead. That was okay. a big break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big break. And then they bring her back, and I'm like, she's going to have a title run. She's going to have a title run. Yeah, and Aaliyah. No, not it. yet. Yeah, I have no problem yet, with no. Raquel. I have no problem with oh, Raquel. Oh, no, Raquel's I mean, fine. Aaliyah has it, though. What? I feel like Aaliyah is just a formality. It's just Raquel is the tag team champions. Can we just agree that... Io Shirai has just had her name changed because Americans can't say Shirai. I would believe it. Probably. Uh, also, just on that note, you stole my joke. <clears throat> the part of Matt Morgan will now be played by Raquel Gonzalez. Fucking <laughs> accurate. Yes. Also, I actually genuinely don't mean anything against Aaliyah. It's just like, a, it's good for her, good work. But uh, why though? I feel like there was a lot more in giving it to Io and Dakota and I feel like they just didn't do it to subvert expectations. And Especially considering no they've got uh, Bailey around with them. Because they got, well, they got Bailey with them. Apparently, Sasha and Naomi have worked out their issues. They're apparently coming back. So I was like, well, their last thing was the tag titles. But Raquel and Aaliyah against Sasha and Naomi? What? What? Hang on. I have a pretty good American take on this. I feel like they won them as a subvert expectations, and they're going to lose them, like, in two weeks. Yeah, probably. Um, <clears throat> nice. Okay. All good. So, well, uh, <laughs> Edge and Ray with Baby Dominic in their corner versus Judgment Day with the masculine and I'm, absolute should just be a handicap match with her in the ring against Ray and Edge. You've uh, you you've read it out incorrectly. It's Edge and Ray with the submissive oh versus the Judgment Day with the dominatrix. It's yes. true. Yeah. That's, that is how this whole feud has played out. With how this has gone, I think it could be Edge and Ray versus Rhea Ripley on her own. 
Oh, I'm sure. This has been my one problem, right? Before we get into how this whole thing's come about and do predictions and whatnot, I have a huge problem with this, and it's been bothering the fuck out of me. And don't get me wrong, I do agree with WWE, man-on-woman violence, we don't need to see that in 2022. I'm your but puppy. But the biggest problem is the same problem that happened with Stephanie McMahon for a fair while. She's the big, she, essentially, she's the boss of Judgment Day. She's the big evil. But no one can get her revenge on Rhea Ripley. We can see Rhea manhandle Dominic and beat the fuck out of Rey Mysterio, and that's believable. But it's wrong to watch Rey Mysterio hit Rhea uh, back. Just put Randy in. Just just put Randy in the match, and he'll kick her in the head. I honestly thought you said Brandy at first, and I was like, but Cody's not back yet. No, don't worry. I'm pretty sure the whole Cody Rhodes peck injury. This is just his peck wanting to give us a second return of Cody Rhodes. Oh, that's exactly what this is. But yeah, so that's just been my big problem. And they introduced Beth Phoenix to it at one, uh, I think last week or two weeks ago, but she's not fully in it. She just did that one spot. I'm like, that was all right, but it's still the same problem is Rhea's going to get involved. Rhea's going to beat the fuck out of Mysterio. Rhea's going to get in the way of Edge so Damian Priest can beat up Edge, but no one can get the revenge on Rhea because we're in 2022. And it just creates this problem that exists. I I think just. Okay, I was going to say, I only just recently read, like, tonight. There was a quote, and it was from Triple H. Now, I don't know if it was legit because it was just kind of there, but it's basically him saying he doesn't really want to... He doesn't want to change the product to TV 14. Yeah. He wants it to go to TV MA. Oh, no, I didn't see the MA. I did see they don't want to go to TV 14, though, and there was no plans he, anymore to go to TV 14. I um, personally think if that quote is any form of truthfulness to it, uh, it's my problem, know. right? It, is like it cuts off a lot of viewers. Yes, that's yeah. exactly yeah. my problem. Is, is I feel like that's going backwards, and you're just going to walk into all elites territory. And look how well that's worked out for them. What do you mean you can't call someone a bitch every five minutes, bitch? And create a freedom, middle fingers, blading every week. Fuck yeah, uh, bitch, 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 bitch. bitch. <laughs> I I have one thing, which is what I think might actually happen because they're in England and Hello, governor. And uh, they're in in Wales, (laughs) right? But it's basically Dominic's at ringside and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Dominic's fighting off Finn, fighting off Damien Priest. Rhea grabs Dominic and Dominic sucker punches Rhea Ripley. And everyone goes, oh my God, you hit a woman. And Rhea Ripley just does the slow head turn back. And Dominic just goes, oh, fuck. And Rhea Ripley puts Dominic Mysterio through the earth. I can not, see that. Not um, just n- not just through the pads, not through the concrete underlay of the stadium, not even through the mantle. She puts him to the earth's core. Because look, Rhea, I can see that. Rhea Ripley is larger than 98% of the All Elite locker room. I mean, again, not inaccurate, but... <laughs> I'm going to try and limit my fucking rage at All Elite because we have All Out coming and I want to be nice and angry for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let that um, simmer for 24 hours. Thank yeah, you. Let me just get this little bit out of the way first. Uh, okay. Um, look, this is oh, what my thing bad. is. I'll quickly run through it. So obviously we had Judgment Day formed, Edge and Priest, then Rhea joined, then Bala joined, and then they kicked Edge out and gave him Concerto. Then they started the feud with the Mysterios for some reason. Uh, 
Ray's won some, Finn Balor's won some. They traded back and forth. We had that weird smash at SummerSlam, which was no DQs, but we're still doing tags. I fucking hate that. Uh, Rhea gets involved in that, and then Edge makes his return, and he takes out Balor and Priest, but obviously he's not allowed to touch Rhea. Doesn't matter. Mysterio's win. Disagree with that result, but Mysterio's win. Cool. Thumbs up. Edge comes out the next night, and he's like, yeah, fuck Judgment Day. That's pretty much my reason. Fuck Judgment Day. You tried to hurt me. Uh, so now he's going to fight Judgment Day, and he helps Ray, and he goes after Finn Balor, but Finn, uh, Rhea pushes Dominic into Balor, which means Edge spears Dominic. It's it's a cool spot, but it's like, oh, no, Edge speared Dominic. Who fucking cares? But, oh, the worst, man. Uh, and now Dominic's got trust issues or daddy issues or something. And Rey Mysterio's like, no, you can trust Edge. And Edge is trying his best to help and Dominic's being a fuckwit. So, my assumption, I assumed this would happen last week when it was Priest versus Edge. It didn't happen. Edge just outright won. Judgment Day attacked them. Beth Phoenix made the save. This week, they shit-talked him some more. Bala beat Rey. Damian Priest and Edge got into a fight and then Rhea went to... Uh, get involved and Dominic made the save or some shit like that. They announced this match and Dominic's upset. It should be him and Ray versus Judgment Day, not Ray and Edge. So I can only assume what we all thought would happen at SummerSlam and it didn't. And then it was going to happen two weeks ago and it didn't. So now, now it's going to happen. It's Dominic turns heel. It is so fucking painfully obvious they've been pointing all the signs and saying, yes, he's turning heel, but... Oh, it's not yet. It's like, just get this fucking over with. We know Dominic likes getting beaten up by Rhea Ripley, so that's why he's going to join Judgment Day. Get it over with. (laughs) Today I learned Dominic Mysterio is into pegging. I will not be surprised. So yes, Edge, uh, Balor and Priest beat Edge and Rey. Now, if that leads to Finn Balor versus Edge at Crown Jewel, I don't know. I don't know what the long-term plan is here, because I don't... If you want to book to the future... Judgment Day should beat that uh, should beat Edge and win the feud. But the logical thing is Edge beat Judgment Day because that is the correct ending. So I don't know how this ends, but this match is where Judgment Day should win. Yeah, well, I was going to say, it doesn't feel like Judgment Day has had many wins to begin with as a team. Since the change in management, they've started to actually, I hate to say this, but be booked well. They actually win. They actually are dominant now. And they actually, you know, back up what they say, and back up what they do. That's good. Thumbs up. But it's just, this feud's been going a while, man. Like, just just end it. Yeah, that's it. Make, make the calls that need to be made. End it. You know, if that ends with Dominic joining it, then they can just Dominic kind of... Joins, we do Dominic and Ray finally, and uh, we do Edge versus Finn Balor. Maybe Christian says, fuck Tony, and gets fired, and we do Edge and Christian versus Balor and Priest. Who cares? Judgment Day implodes with Rhea Ripley beating the shit out of Finn and Damian Priest. I will pay a lot of money to see that, and I say that as someone who likes Damian Priest. It's a shame that his finisher had to change, but I mean... To be fair, I am a bit sad that the reckoning changed, but to be fair, Cody. But to be fair, it was the crossroads. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, my pick is Judgment Day, but I don't know where, where or when this whole thing ends. I'd have to agree... But I think if it's going to end, it'll be Extreme Rules, since that's next, I'm pretty sure. It's either Crown Jewel or Extreme Rules. I can't remember which, but it, I actually, I'll look it up right now. I think it's pretty sure it's Extreme Rules. 
uh, Worlds Collide. It is Extreme Rules. Yeah. On so October eight. Fuck, that's far away. Oh wait, so, no, that's a month. So do a TLC match for July, the custody so of Dominic. I kept forgetting that uh, bloody SummerSlam was July, so it feels so much further than what these things actually are. So look, there we go. Extreme Rules. They'll do like a ladder match for the custody of Dominic, who's joined Judgment Day after this match. Say, if I was to hazard a guess, someone will get involved. I don't know who. Maybe AJ Styles comes back into this. I don't know. But Jungle we do. Is Ed- dead dad. Exactly. And Extreme Rules, we do Edge, AJ, and Ray versus Judgment Day with Dominic. And then Crown Jewel, Ray, and Dominic, Edge, and Balor. And those are the. That's, that's it. Finished. Done. No more. Yeah, that's don't give I it any more than that. Don't give it any more time. It's it's already overcooked. Yeah. Anything I don't really, else to say? I was going to say, I don't really have anything else to add for it, but it's just like a, yeah, it's, this is what people, uh, if anyone ever going to say is like, oh, can you, you know, uh, name me something that, you know, it's just been tiring, just had match after match after match after match after match. We're never going to get to the end of it, you know, to have had 20,000 fucking rematches. You know, yada yada yada. It's, this is why it's bad. This is this is now. It's like okay, this is what I agree with those people on. It's just it yeah, does. So it's not fucking this, ending. This is why my original thought at SummerSlam, and you can go back and watch the uh, or listen to the podcast. I actually do say this. I had assumed Judgment Day would win. Ray and Dominic go and do another thing. Tag titles, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. But Edge gets back involved, and then we do Balor versus Edge. That made sense. And then the storyline continues just now with Edge. The fact it's still going with Ray and Dominic is the bad part. That's the part that makes it feel like it's taking forever. Especially when we, especially when we look at this of just, we've had from the formation of Judgment Day to them adding a new member to them adding a third member, to kicking out the leader, to the leader coming back to feud with them, all of that has happened in, for a lack of a better term, less than five months. Yeah. So Edge turned heel just before Mania when he faced AJ. He brought Damian Priest in at WrestleMania. That was April, start of April. In May, end of April, start of May, he brought Rhea Ripley in. Then in mid-June, Finn Balor got brought in and the same time Edge was taken out. A month and a half later, SummerSlam, Edge has come back. Logically, from how that has played out, he should be fighting Finn Balor. He had control of Judgment Day until Finn Balor got involved and fucked everything. The feud is Edge versus Balor. But it's not. Yeah, yeah. And that's the... That's the problem that I, I can only assume Edge had like a slight injury, like a hamstring tweak or something like that, <laughs> that he needed to be put on the shelf for a month. They could have easily done that and had Finn Balor come in and it's just like, you know, look, you know what? I'm Edge. I'm going to go on a pilgrimage. I'm going to go try and find us another member, you know? But in the meantime, if you can't beat him, join him. Here's Finn Balor. Finn Balor comes in. In the six weeks that Edge is away, Finn Balor can plant the seeds of yeah, why, why are you following a leader? Why are Damien? Why are you listening to Edge? Yeah, why are you following a leader? I joined because I don't need a leader. I can guide you to the fold. Like, like blah, 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 fucking whatever else. 
right? And then when Edge comes back, say, at Clash in the Castle, you have it where it's like, oh, it's a really big moment and stuff, but then, you know, it's Edge comes back and helps uh, Judgment Day beat the Mysterios. And it's like, yeah, a big fucking moment. And it's like, and then Edge is like, Edge gathers around everyone and hugs everyone. It's like, yeah, Edge closed his eyes and raised his fists or whatnot. And Damien Priest raises his fist, but Rhea Ripley sort of looks around and looks at Finn and Finn's just standing there with his hands by his side, looking at Rhea, like smiling, like, yeah, you're starting to get it. I get it now. And then Edge puts his hand down. Damien Priest puts his hand down and, you know, Edge is like, yeah, closes his eyes and turns around. And it's like Rhea Ripley then like half raises her hand like 20 degrees out from her and then puts it down. So like as to mimic, yeah, I just lowered my hand. I'm still with you. It's like if that's that stop that uh, amazingly uh, enough is storytelling. It <laughs> yeah. It's what it's what storytelling is. But yes, and, I fully agree. But yeah, it's I, I think it just I think Judgment Day was the I think they had a plan for Judgment Day. And then Vince returned. Or Edge had a plan and Vince at the time had a different plan and both plans collided with each other. That for them to get to where they wanted, they removed Edge from the group. And then um, by the time Edge came back, the plan had now changed because Triple H obviously loves Finn Balor and Priest and Rhea. So he's going to give them some shine and give them a chance. And the original plan of whatever we were going to be is now changed from where we were to where we're going. And now it's this mismatch of whatever the fuck is going on. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds a lot. Yeah, sounds a lot easier. But it's just, it's just, it's so bad. I don't, I don't, I don't I understand. Feel like this would have been a good Mania thing, especially to get to Finn Balor Edge at WrestleMania next year. Yeah, and that could be where Balor beats Edge, and that's Edge's final match. He gets another Mania moment. He puts over Finn Balor. Finn Balor's now the new big dude. And then Balor pretty much rerun. You can rerun the Bullet Club as the Judgment Day, and Balor is the leader, and he brings a bunch of people in. Whatever you want to fucking have your smarky little Bullet Club thing, go ahead. Finn Balor's the leader, and he got to be the leader by taking out Edge. Yeah, yeah. It just, it, I just, it feels like that they, but sp- put this storyline into a speed run mode. That's the yeah. right way of saying it. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, it just it, it feels it feels rushed. Like I'm still psyched for it because it's Edge and it's I, Finn. I fully agree about the rush scene because as I said, they brought Balor in and the same day Edge was taken out, and I was like, but the day before that, Edge and Priest beat Balor and AJ. So Balor's thing made sense. If you can't beat him, join him. That's fine. That did make sense. What didn't make sense was Priest and Rhea kicking Edge out when they brought Balor in. Balor lost. And I know the whole feud was meant to be with AJ, but then I was like, they pretty much moved straight on from AJ, and AJ started feuding with the Miz. AJ never finished the storyline. Yeah. Because if you look at the Judgment Day, the original start was Edge versus AJ Styles. And currently, I would say at best, despite with Edge being there, it's technically Finn Balor versus Rey Mysterio. Or Ray, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Dominic. Yeah. I just don't know what's going on anymore. It's it's pretty fucking terrible. When when we... as Exactly the same. Looking at the grand scope of things and how 
WWE actually does the storylines, especially for long-ass storylines like this. For them to have the speed run of it in essentially five months, it means there had to have been something gone wrong in the creative process. I fully agree. But, I was like, there's nothing we can do about it now. We can bitch about it now, but there's nothing we can do about it. The plans have already happened. So, and I'll be fucking honest, I don't care who wins. Yes. I, I honestly feel like, to me, Balor and Priest should win because they need it more. They need the momentum because this whole thing's been fucked. Edge and Ray are Edge and Ray. They will be fine. Balor and Priest need everything they can get right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what would be the... What we said that about SummerSlam. I was about, I was, I was about to say that's probably the easiest um, uh, finish we can come up with is the Judgment Day win. We said that about SummerSlam. And we were fucking wrong. Stupid yeah. enough, they didn't. Yeah, I, I still love it of how we just have have a thing of where it's of where it's like, oh, there's a mystery person. It's fucking Edge. Yeah, <laughs> still fucking love, still still love listening back to that. But yeah, it's ooh, look. We've been talking for way too long on this match as as it is. But yeah, I just I don't. I saying I saying I'm still psyched for it because it's Edge. But I just I don't fucking care anymore. Just please, ju- Judgment Day needs to move on, and it needs to move on to something else. I don't care what else. Just something. Please. Hey, yes. Judgment Day should, and we're going to say will win. We'll yes, they'll win. get their pay-per-view win. Maybe. Maybe. Fuck, who knows at this point. Anyway, oh, boy. moving on to the Intercontinental Championship match. Oh, God, it's so fucking good. Gunther versus Sheamus. If you right. are going to say it, you will need to say it right. You're lucky I'm not calling him water. Now, look, I saw a comment about this uh, when the match hap- uh, was announced, basically, when uh, Sheamus became the number one contender. But I will still ring true because this, this is my dream match. I have been dying to see uh, Gunter versus Sheamus. For years. I am so happy this is happening. I don't care who wins. The fan in me wants Sheamus to win. So he can win every single belt. The logic side of me wants Gunter to win. But I don't care. I am okay with either side. It does not affect me. I am just happy to see this dream match. All we know is these two guys are just going to beat the shit out of each other. Literally. Oh, it's going to be fucking glorious. I actually, uh, you can cut this out if you want, but um, in our predictions list, I've actually got a, so how many chops will happen? <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a fucking, sl- uh, I don't want to be JR, slobber knocker. If Seamus <laughs> does, if Seamus does not come out of this with at least three handprints on his chest, was it really a match? True. I am so excited for this. If you're going to twist my arm, I'm going to say Gunter wins because he technically needs it more. Sheamus doesn't need the Intercontinental title. It'd be nice, but he doesn't need it at all. And with the whole uh, brawling brutes thing with Butch and Ridge, the IC title doesn't really make sense for him to have it right now. I would like him to have it, but if you're going to force me to pick, Gunter should win. Yeah. It's not time for Gunter to lose the Intercontinental title yet. I couldn't tell you who he's going to lose it to still. I have no clue, but it's not time yet. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm in the same boat as Dan. I want Sheamus to win, but I don't think he is. This match is fucking rule. Would you say this match is gonna slap? <laughs> I, I, I think that's like a bit of an oxymoron. It's going like, is it going to slap? I don't know. Ask Sheamus's chest. Yeah, that's it. Oh God, <laughs> he's been beat like a government mule. Oh, gonna be so nice. I'm just, th- I'm just, I'm just thinking about this. It's beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah, really. I don't, I don't have anything else to really say on that one because it's, just, it's just gonna be a fun match. Pretty much, it, it. really so is. This- is like uh, like how we have a couple matches here or there. They do come up, but like I think Edge and AJ, ironically, at Mania was one where it's like I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't care about the result. I just want to see the match. This is one of those. The result literally does not matter. I just want to see them beat the fuck out of each other. It's oh, actually 100%. I was gonna say it's actually sort of the opposite of the Mysterios and Judgment Day. It's the opposite of that because as much as we don't care about that match, so we don't care about the result. We really care about this match, and we don't care about the result. That's actually a lie. We care about the result because it doesn't matter who wins. I f- if if Roman versus Drew was not happening, spoiler for later. If that isn't if that match wasn't freaking happening, this match probably should have been evented. I actually fully agree. I wouldn't be surprised if it opens. I think. Looking at what we've got, I think it might. Because the only other match that could open is the six-person tag, which we'll get to. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good. <sighs> anyway, the next match. But now everyone has any objections. Yeah, so moving on. Ah, yes. Finally happening. Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. This is the match I don't really care for. Now, when this was originally at SummerSlam, before it was removed, I was interested for partly one reason. Seth Rollins has lost a lot and somehow has been perfectly okay. That's good. That's very good for Seth. But even then, you've got to win eventually. Otherwise, you just become a loser. So a good example for that is Bray Wyatt. He would... Always talk a big game. He'd get you invested. He'd do all this cool stuff. And every time the big match came around, he'd lose. Finn Balor, John Cena, Daniel Bryan, uh, Ryback, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. It didn't matter who it was. The end result was Bray Wyatt lost every single time. So eventually just to reach the point where people didn't really care. It's, well, you lost. You're a loser. I know the result. You'll lose. You'll always lose. Seth isn't at that point yet, but after the feud with Edge, losing the title to Lesnar, facing Roman at the Rumble coming up short, he won by DQ, but he still lost overall. He lost the Chamber, he lost three in a row to Cody, he lost money in the bank. He hasn't won a major match in over a year. In fact, I think his last major, major win... Because he lost to Cesaro as well at the paper uh, at the pay per views. I think his last major major win was Dominic Mysterio in 2020. Like he needs a big win. I think Seth needs to win this. I don't know where we go after this because Matt Riddle kind of could use a win over Seth as well to help elevate him a bit further. 
but Seth really needs a win. And I feel like if we get to it later in the show, if we have the results I assume is happening, he's going to need an opponent. And I think Seth would be a good first person for him. Uh, Also, to answer your question, yes, the last time Seth definitively won, not winning by DQ account or whatever, actually won a big match was SummerSlam 2020. Two years now. He flipped out last year and he got this close to winning the title and he would have won the world title had Roman not gotten COVID. Things happen. That's unfortunate. We got the Cody Rhodes situation out of it, so I, I still think this is an ultimate win overall. And I still think Seth will hold the title by the end of the year. Yeah. But he really needs to start building some momentum if he's going to win that title. Yeah. To put this in perspective, um, to put this in perspective, from SummerSlam t- uh, 2020, he lost the Survivor Series match. He beat Nakamura at Fastlane. Wasn't really a big match, though. Just a match. Lost to Cesaro were Mania 37. Which was the big one, because Hell in a Cell wasn't that big. Yeah, beat Cesaro at Hell in a Cell. Lost Money in the Bank. Lost to Edge at SummerSlam. Lost to Edge at Crown Duel. Won the Survivor Series match. Yeah, that was meant to be the momentum that carried him to the world title. Yeah. At the start of this year. Lost at day one. Uh, Beat Roman by DQ at the Rumble. Which, let's be real, is still a loss. Yep. Lost the Chamber. Lost to Cody. Lost to Cody. Lost to Cody. Lost money in the bank. And now missed SummerSlam because of Riddle's injury. Riddle's storyline, but yes. Quote, unquote. Uh, yeah, Seth really needs the win. But I don't know how well that affects Matt Riddle right now. Like, they I mean, both really need the win. Riddle's doing his own singles thing right now because, what, Randy's injured again or he's just taking time off? Uh, Randy got a... Uh, he had nagging injuries in his back and he was meant to take time off to be rested up for SummerSlam to do a match with Roman. And then he got evaluated and it turned out he needed surgery. But it's okay, you should still make it for SummerSlam. He got surgery. And then after the surgery, they went, oh, no, you're not going to be ready. You won't, you're out for the rest of the year, man. You're gone, gone. So they had to throw things together for Matt Riddle. That's all good. He can keep RKOing his uh, kids into the pool then and posting it on Twitter or something. Fine. But yeah, it's just, I, like, plans change. That's, ironically, yes, plans change. But I feel like it's just a big, if you're going to ask me, I will say Seth Rollins needs to win more because Seth logically should be the champion going to WrestleMania. If Cody's think, winning the Rumble, that is. I think if Riddle loses, I don't see it hurting him. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Matt Riddle will be hurt less than Seth. Seth hasn't been hurt by losing, but if they're wanting to build him, he does need a win. Because, let's be real, uh, if you think about this here, so I'm just fucking trying to think here, because I want to get to what we get to later, but obviously Drew and Roman's main event. One of the two's got to be the champ. Drew McIntyre wins, he needs a big opponent. Seth would be good. Roman Reigns wins, who's he got left? Well, technically, Seth Rollins. But if Seth loses to Matt Riddle, how can he really be in the argument for either side where Roman's in this whole different level or Drew McIntyre was the one who beat Roman in his different level? How does Seth Rollins 
believably beat either of them if he loses another major match. That's it. What are you bringing logic to this argument, motherfucker? I am. <laughs> no, my pick is Seth. Seth needs to win. Yeah, I think so. I think it's about time. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think Seth's winning. Not really for the simple case of that he needs the win. It's just it sort of makes logical sense that it'd be that Seth will win this match. And even then, I would actually kind of argue that this isn't one of the big ones. Uh, if they end up fighting for the rest of the year, I will say Seth ends up winning the final match. I don't know when that will be, but I know they'll win the final one. My only problem with that, like, we've got Extreme Rules to go. I think Seth wins here, Riddle wins Extreme Rules, Seth wins Crown Jewel. We do Survivor Series, and then Seth gets the title match at day one, like he did last year, or the start of this year, technically, and then Seth finally takes the title. That's how I think they're going to do it, is this is just biding time for Seth Rollins before he goes for the title. Yeah, and even regardless if Seth keeps losing or whatnot, it's it's Seth. He can fight uh, for a title at any point. I yeah, I do agree, though. It's the same thing as when Brock Lesnar was champion. It's great Samoa Joe fought, uh, fought him, and it's fantastic Braun Strowman fought him, but they're losers. I'm sorry, but they lose losers. They lose to Brock Lesnar. You can have Braun Strowman fight Brock Lesnar 700 times. The result never changes. Brock Lesnar keeps winning. It is diminishing returns. Every time Seth Rollins loses, it's another notch. It's another notch and another notch. I know it's Seth, but look at Corbin now. He just, he's gone from King Corbin and Happy Corbin as constant potential world champion. And now after losing to McAfee, he's kind of a loser now. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. won a major match in years, and now it's starting to affect him. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a long time, but it eventually always happens if they don't get big win. It's actually interesting that the last time Corbin actually won a match on TV, it was the Battle Royal to get into the... Oh, no, he he he, he won the Battle Royal, which was then turned into a Fatal 4-Way later in the night. Which he was, lost, yeah. That was the yeah. last match he won. When was the last time he won on pay-per-view? An actual big match. Uh, don't worry, I'm still scrolling. This is kind of what I'm bringing up here. Ooh, um... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Who did he last beat? Oh, God. Do you see the problem? This uh... hasn't happened to Seth yet, but it's been two years for Seth since his last big win. Eventually, it will if he keeps losing. Uh... Oh, there it is. Holy shit. We're approaching three years. King Corbin beats Roman Reigns in a TLC match. Yeah, that was his last major win that on pay per view, <laughs> and his last win in general on pay per view. That was his last win on pay per view. I'm just double checking, like, but I'm pretty now, sure I'm right. This is why I brought up. I assumed Corbin should have beat, and I still say Corbin should have beaten McAfee because now it is starting to affect him. Now he's starting to be viewed as a loser because you always lose. Although I will say, personally, I don't think it mattered who he lost to. It's just a sheer quantity. I think if they had actually thrown some wins his way. Exactly. That's and the then he, he had faced... the feud with McAfee later, it would exactly. have been okay. It's like he faced Roman. Well, he has to lose the feud to Roman. He faced Elias. He didn't need to lose to Elias, but he did. Well, you know, it happens. Then he faced uh, Shinsuke, and he lost those. 
Granted, that's what got us to Happy Corbin, and that and Bumass Corbin was hilarious. So I'm still okay with that. Um, and then afterwards, he got happy. He lost to Big E. Then even as Happy Corbin, he got on a winning streak, but he didn't get any pay-per-view wins. He didn't get any important wins. He just beat random dudes. And then he had to face McIntyre. I was like, well, you're not going to beat Drew McIntyre, especially when Drew's eventually going to go fight Roman. And, and then he faced Malachi Moss. And it's like, well, Moss needs the win because he needs to be built up as a new guy. So and he's I just what... he's getting fed to guys who need the win more than he does. So now he's a loser. What hurt his momentum was that the bare minimum thing he was able to carry was that no one kicked out at the end of days until and someone did. Yeah. And now it's now he doesn't even have a finishing move that really no one kicks out of. Now everyone kicks out of it. I think Drew's still the only one currently, but yeah, it's uh, always no, had that sh- Yeah? I'm pretty sure there was another one. There hasn't been at the moment. There hasn't? No, not yet. But I will say that proves how big of a thing it is that Drew's the only one and still pretty remembered. But yeah, it's still just that thing of... It hasn't happened for Seth, and he's Seth, and he's good, and all that. But once again, we're looking at in the future currently, it's all said, done, signed, sealed, and delivered. Seth will be the champ, and he will lose to Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. That's another loss. He needs some win. Uh, so, yes, my pick is Seth, because I feel like he really could do with the big win before he uh, finishes with Matt Riddle. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think if Riddle wins, that kind of just rules Seth out of progressing back up the card. Yeah. Where Riddle, I think Riddle will do fine where he's at right now, win or, lo- win or looking, lose. If you've been looking and watching Raw the past couple of weeks, they've been building Bailey's group, and that's great and all, but the main event the past few weeks have either been Judgment Day or it's been the women's division. Seth hasn't been anywhere near the main event for a while, but during the SummerSlam build... Seth was main eventing every week. During WrestleMania, Seth was main eventing every week. Now he's nowhere near the main event right now. Like, Would you say that's a bit of change of management as well, though? What's that? Would you say that also comes with a bit of the change of management? Uh, maybe. Like, currently, I don't blame it for the women's division because, let's be real, and we'll get to it when we get to the next match, Bailey needs to be built back up. I fully expect a certain match to be happening at our next pay-per-view, which involves Bailey, And she needs yes. wins. She needs main event credibility. So she's got to close out the shows. That's just how it is. But, like, I think it was last week, uh, Bobby Lashley closed out the show. And I was like, well, Lashley doesn't really have a feud because it's Miz and Champa against Dexter Loomis. So why is Lashley closing out the show? As good as Lashley is in the US title, he doesn't really need to, you know? So I thought I would just bring this up as well because I've just skimmed over uh, Corbin's page just quick so judging on the fact of like oh yeah the wins and losses you're starting to look like a loser blah 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 on television since his win over roman i think corbin has gone 23 and 70 yeah and just- it is a miracle that he wasn't completely fucked up after a lot of what happened yeah as to say it has affected him now yeah considering if we take out his DQ win over Madcap and the Battle Royal win in in the, the beginning of July, if we take out those two wins, his last victory on television was against Cesaro in February. Oh, boy. Because obviously one of those wins was by DQ and the other one 
didn't fucking count, really. Taking those two out, it's back to February. It's been almost seven months since Baron Corbin has had a definitive victory on WWE television. Yeah. It's bad. My apologies, I just wanted to get that in. No, that's exactly what I'm bringing up. And it's why I'm just saying is, he's not there yet, but Seth is getting in danger of being at that point. He needs this win over Matt Riddle. Yeah. Because that was pretty much set a lot of this, these issues back for Seth. Yeah. And we don't want it to be that bad. No. 100%. I don't want anything bad to happen to Seth. I want him to be the champ. I want Seth to be the main guy. All this fucking cool shit. Yeah. But losing... Wins and losses don't matter until they do. If you lose... If wins and losses don't matter, then losing every single match shouldn't matter. But eventually it does because people just see, well, you're always going to lose. You're Dolph Ziggler. You're the jobber to the stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just... Anyway, <laughs> that's enough of that. Just, yep, all right. I really need to point this out because I see a lot of people talking about Seth Rollins, and it's like, no, you guys aren't seeing the big picture here. Anyway, so yeah, let's get to the next match because I do have a little bit on this one as well. So it is the six-woman tag team match. The team of Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka going up against Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Now, I feel like... I talked about this before. Raquel and Aaliyah won the tag titles because swerve lol. Not a bad swerve, just subverting expectations. Everyone assumed it, that Io and Dakota were going to win. This is clearly A, Dakota and Io got to win because we're building them up. B, Bailey's got to win because we're building her up. C, and the most important one, which I look at this as, we need to build time to the next pay-per-view. That is the whole reason this exists. Yeah, I can see... I don't see Alexa losing. I see Bianca or Oscar taking the pin. I see more than uh, specifically if you're going to ask me, Oscar will take the loss. She'll be fine. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if EO pins Oscar. Yeah. Doesn't matter who wins on the on Bailey's side, her team will win. I assume Bailey specifically will not win. Yeah. So the reason I bring this up is now I'm gonna be a bit of a fucking nerd here, but does anyone remember what was meant to happen before Bailey got hurt? It was supposed to be Bianca Bailey and I quit match. Now I will ask, does anyone know what the next pay-per-view is following Clash at the Castle? Oh, right. It'd be Extreme Rules. And what happens on Extreme Rules? We have matches Rey Mysterio that gets two. his eye gouged out. Oh, well, and that too. That's fine. Ray didn't need that eye. But we have matches that are no DQs. Bailey was the rightful number one contender to Bianca's title before she got hurt. She got hurt. She hasn't received her title match that she's earned from over a year ago. We're clearly buying time because they're not going to throw Bailey straight to Bianca immediately right off the bat. They need to build her up a little bit to make it believable. Now, I don't know how this is going to end, but I would bet the house Bailey is taking the title from Bianca. And I'm certain it will be in the I Quit match. I have no idea because her exact words before she got hurt was, if I ever quit to you, I will quit this company. So it was made, if Bailey quits, she's fired. That tells me Bailey can't lose, because she's not going to fucking leave. So my belief is something will happen. I don't know what, but they'll make Bianca quit. They won't make her quit. Oh, you know, give up. Rah, rah, rah. They'll, they will do evil heel thing. Oh, let's beat up children, because we're fucking assholes. And Bianca will quit from that. Like how Jay and Jimmy face, uh, faced Roman last year, or two years ago, in that I Quit match. And Roman started to murder Jimmy, so Jay quit to save Jimmy. Something like that. That's how was Bailey that the, 
Wasn't that a Hell in a Cell match, or am I wrong with that? Yeah, it was a Hell in a Cell I Quit match. So it was Hell in a Cell, but you could only win by getting by the I Quit rules. Which I think is a dope stipulation. I think it's better, fucking awesome. Better than the fucking referee stoppage in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Ooh, it's too still, violent! I can still see what they were trying to go for with that. They shouldn't have done it in the cell, but I see what they were trying to go for. I understand people are like, it's just fucking bad. Dave gave it minus two. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, DJ. <laughs> I don't give a Crick. shit what Dave da- Dave gives it. It's like, you know what? If someone goes from the top of the cell, referee stoppage. Yeah, that's fine. If someone falls off the top of the cell, whatever. Referee can stop that shit because that's like, but it's like, oh, they've used a few oh, weapons. Shit, that's pretty that dangerous, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that kendo stick. Yeah. I, just, I don't. I, I see what they were trying to do. The, yeah. the, the execution of what of how they did it was not great, but I see what they were attempting to do. If anything, it shouldn't have been the main event. I agree. The only problem was I think that was the only cell match that year because Kofi lost the title to Brock like two days prior. I think you're right. I'm just going to double check. But yeah, so that's what my point is here is Bailey, Dakota and EO win. I agree with you guys. I should probably EO will pin Oscar. Who cares? Oh, um, uh, yeah. So the, sorry, the other Hell in a Cell match was Becky and Sasha. Oh no, then yeah, that should have made it hundred percent. If that's the angle they were going to go for, Becky and Sasha should have made. Um, yeah. But yeah, I assume EO pin Oscar. Thumbs up all the way. They'll probably win the tag titles from uh, Raquel and Aaliyah on the way to Extreme Rules. We'll do Bianca and Bailey's their I Quit match they were meant to have a year and a bit ago. Bailey will win from bitches being bitches. Bianca will earn her way back. She may win the title, but I don't think she will. I think something will happen. Bianca may get drafted to SmackDown, for instance, because I feel like the uh, it's going to be Bianca versus uh, Charlotte at WrestleMania. That's what my belief is at this current time, uh, yeah. current point in time. So then Bailey will probably transition it to I can't say Oscar, maybe Alexa, and then Alexa will transition it to Ronda to do Becky Ronda if we're still going to do that. That's how I think they're going to try to play this out. But I think Bailey will beat Bianca for the title. I think you're right. I think it was the unfortunate timing of Bailey's injury. Like they, that had it already set up that, you know, this was going to be a run, like her run. Unfortunate timing. And it's now time to build back to that. Because my yeah. thought process on it is basically, I reckon that Bailey was originally going to beat Bianca the exact same way back last year. And then we do the last time Bianca Bailey at SummerSlam. Bianca gets it back. Becky comes back. Becky does her thing. We go to Bianca Becky exactly as it happened. That's what I think they were originally going to do. And then Bailey got hurt. But yeah, so Bailey, Dakota, and EO for the win. I feel like this is a pretty easy call. Yeah, yeah. I, I 100% agree. And also, I'm just going to cut back to that uh, Hell in a Cell match with uh, The Fiend and Seth that ended in ref stoppage. I understand the mentality behind it. The Fiend taking the loss but not actually being defeated made sense to try and protect the character that they were just brutally murdering every week. I do say on that, and it's the some I've always said this about it, is everyone says they shouldn't have given the title to Bray. They shouldn't have given the title to Bray. Rah, rah. I've always defended the decision for one reason. You are correct. Bray Wyatt did not need the Universal title. 
However, the Universal title needed Bray Wyatt. No one took that title seriously until Bray Wyatt got his hands on it. Because after Bray got his hands on it, it made it seem a lot more valuable with this Fiend run. And then Braun got it, and it was okay. But then after that was when Roman got it, and he's held it ever since. And now it's the title to have. If Bray Wyatt didn't have that run, no one would have cared. Roman would have won the WWE title. Yeah. I think that's the problem that we... It's the problem no one wants to talk about. Because you are they are correct. Bray Wyatt and The Fiend didn't need the title. But the title had been so damaged and so thrown around with what Brock Lesnar fucking off for ages, Roman getting it, but then leukemia coming back, Brock getting it again, then fucking off, Seth getting it from a fucking dick kick at WrestleMania. Like, it needed someone to bring it credibility. And Bray Wyatt was the right guy at the right time. It was 100% the right call to give him the title, but they didn't want to do it that early. And then when everything happened at the cell, they had no choice and they had to give it to him. Which is just, it's, it's not sad, but it's just the, oh, of course, like they had no, they really had no choice. in them. No, we can't do anything about that though. That's it. So we move on. Speaking of not being able to do anything, I just saw what's up next. It is the second championship match on the card. Liv wow, Morgan there are de- only three title matches. I just saw that. Yes. Liv Morgan defending against Shayna Baszler. Now, I know how this ends, and I'm going to be so sad. I know how this is ending. But no, don't please, you dare say it. Triple H, please invoke your right as the booker and make Shayna Baszler the champion. That is by far the best option. That is the good timeline. For this to happen. This is the good timeline. Let this happen. I was so excited when Shayna finally became the number one contender. I actually have it in my chat log here somewhere, but I have giant capital letters. Shayna fucking Baszler is number one contender. I'm so happy. See, here's the thing, right? Fucking title. Common sense. Get the title on Shayna. Shayna and Ronda can do their thing. Do you know how long... So I mentioned earlier, Gunter and Sheamus is my dream match. My secondary dream match is Ronda versus Shayna. I have wanted to see this for so long. And you know what? Let them do a work shoot. (laughs) Just let them go for it. Raw Underground. So I actually had a thought with this, and this goes back to the tag title scene. And weird enough, but my thought is... And it comes to this match and how it plays out. Because I mentioned before, Dakota and EO will probably get the tag titles. Now I put an asterisk to that. They'll get the tag titles if Shayna Baszler win. If Liv Morgan win, Shayna and Ronda will take the tag title. That's what I think they'll do. Just let Shayna have the women's championship. I agree. I I mentioned back at Money in the Bank... And again at SummerSlam, and oh, would you look at that? Exactly what I said would happen at SummerSlam is exactly what played out. Liv Morgan cannot uh, believably defeat Ronda Rousey. So they'll do something fucky. They did something fucky, and lo and behold, no one liked that. Everyone now cheers Ronda Rousey. That backfired, didn't it? The sad thing is, there's not many women on the roster that Liv Morgan can believably beat. Exactly. That's why... don't... Say. It's like That's why I mentioned it when we did the SummerSlam podcast. The right decision is to have Liv Morgan fight her hardest. She gets overwhelmed. Ronda beats the fuck out of her. 
something happens, Liv can keep the title, but Ronda gets just uh, unjustifiably angry. What they did makes Ronda justified. That's why people are cheering her. Ronda visibly defeated Liv Morgan. Very visibly. With a very clear tap out before a three count. So yeah, Ronda is rightfully pissed off. That's why people are cheering her. And then to follow it up with all the, the story beats of like, oh, she, you know, she's been fined. And then she comes back and she's like, yeah, I was fined. Here's your money. And you know what? Here's some extra because I'm going to fucking do it again. I loved that. Like, so it's fucking good. Yeah, so now, now that we've learnt our lesson from SummerSlam, let's do this the right way this time. Oh, Liv don't they? Oh. Heart out, and Shayna Baszler breaks her arm and takes the title. Simple as that. Now, let's venture into the dark timeline. What happens if Liv Morgan wins? Well, one, it'll be fucky as hell. There's no way she's going over clean. Uh, so... If you, my honest opinion, if Shayna is winning, the finish is Liv is going for what's her move, Oblivion or fucking Stratisfaction or something. I don't know what it is. She does. Yeah. She could have called. She should have called it something like with a pun in it, like Live by the Sword. But oh, you know, no, bad. Um, but whatever. <laughs> Shayna will counter it. She'll rip her arm out of her socket or whatever. Quotation marks. And then she'll choke out Liv or the referee will just ref stoppage, call the belt. Holy fuck, call it off. Shayna is murdering this. What? Otherwise, if Liv wins, Shayna will do the normal finish we see every time Shayna loses. She'll get the Kirifuda clutch in. Liv will kick off the ropes. Uh, roll over. Shayna's the shoulders to the ground and she'll get the win. Don't you dare. And it happens every fucking time. There's another person this happens to a lot. His name's Samoa Joe. Don't do rear chokes then. It's that simple. Weird that. But yeah, so I don't want that to happen in the slightest. But should, should that happen, congrats, you've sealed the deal. Charlotte will beat Liv Morgan. If Liv retains, Charlotte's winning. If Shayna wins, Bianca will beat Shayna, and Charlotte will challenge Bianca at Mania, which I mentioned before. And yeah, you're right. It was the Oblivion. Now there you go. With just the springboard complete shot. That sounds terrible. Just call it what it is. Call Trap. it a fuckbuster. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I pray to Trips. Do the right thing. Give Shayna the title. <laughs> Give Shayna the fucking title. Now, here's my one note I'll actually bring up on this, because I thought this is really interesting, right? And it relates to both the Raw Women's title and the SmackDown Women's title. So, we all believe, right, currently, if rumours are to be believed, the title matches will be Becky and Ronda and Charlotte and Bianca, correct? Yes. So, who wins the Royal Rumble? That's a guaranteed two-time winner. All four of them have won it before. Actually, yeah, they all have. Yeah. Huh. So my thought, if Shayna wins, Bianca will get the title, Charlotte will find another way, and Becky will win the Rumble. If Liv wins and Charlotte gets the title, I think Bianca will be the one who gets the two wins. And I still say from earlier this year, Bianca should have won this year, and then Ronda could have won the next year. But they didn't do that, whatever, fucking do your own thing. Apparently you know better, which is wrong, because I'm a smart and I know better, but... 
if those two title matches are happening, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Bianca Belair, Charlotte, one of them's got to become a two-time Rumble winner. It'd be interesting if that's actually the final four. I mean, if Alexa and Liv are still the champ, or Alexa and Shayna are still the champs at that time, or Bailey, or whatever they're doing, then I could believe it. Hmm. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, depend how it goes. I don't... If it if they're the final four, if I'm just going to throw hypothetically out here. If they're the final four, thanks to Cody, Becky won't win. Because they won't do two big surprise returns and they win the Rumble. They're not going to do that. Yeah. Which brings us down to three. Now, if Liv is the champ, clearly Charlotte's not going to win because she's going to take the title. Same, but vice versa for Shayna and Bianca. Which means if Becky eliminates Ronda, that brings it to Bianca and Charlotte to win. If Liv is still the champ come the Rumble, Bianca is going to win it. If Shayna is the champion come the Rumble... Charlotte is going to win it. That is my opinion. I don't think Ronda or Becky felt, uh, factor into who wins the Rumble. I think they eliminate each other, which is why they have their match. So yes, go go Shayna. As you can tell, I'm very much a Shayna Baszler fan. I'm not sure if that has come through yet. Just a little, but that's fair. <laughs> I like that's it fair. though. It's, it's a completely logical, understandable reason of why you would like Shayna Baszler and why you wanted to win, which is why I think she's winning. I will li- I will say, literally, my decision as to why Shayna is winning is because I like Shayna. That is why she will win. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's all we need to know. I mean, if we're also going to say as well is, you know, although WWE is in um, Clash, of the, Clash of the Castle, we're saying that Bailey's team will win. We're Correct. saying Seth will win. Yep. We're saying Judgment Day will win. Yeah, you're starting to see it. Yep. We're technically saying Gunter will retain. And now we're saying Shayna will win. It's oh, five what to does zero that mean the, for the main event? It's five to zero on the heels. So, spoiler alert, you've now seen why I have made all my selections in this exact order. Because there's only one result that people care about on this show if you're in the UK. There no is one shit. That matters. No fucking shit they can have all the heels win anything they want as long as drew mcintyre beats roman reigns the uk crowd will let them do what they want so the main event the biggest of dogs versus the sexiest of cunts (laughs) nice (laughs) nice so I, I've realized as we've gone through this normally I give a little background of how everything's set up doesn't really fucking matter but this one is interesting right so Drew McIntyre became the number one contender he beat Sheamus for it very nice thumbs up he then went on to phase uh, he did the promo talked about Brock talked about big dog big dog won so the first week of the build Roman Reigns comes out after beating Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre comes out. Oh, here we go. Rubbing hands together. Oh, Drew and Roman. And then Karrion Cross appears. Beats the fuck out of Drew. I cannot tell you how deflated that made me for this match. Now, with that being said, holy fuck have they corrected course since then. And I'm very happy for it. So since then, Drew McIntyre's called out the big... Uh, sorry. Yeah, he called out Roman. Roman didn't appear. He shit-talked Roman. Went to Raw, shit-talked him some more. Kevin Owens got involved, and Kevin Owens was saying he should be the contender. They had a fucking awesome match. Usos got involved. There'll be a whole thing I'll get to that, because it factors into what I believe will happen on the show. Um, then we had 
Roman finally addressed, uh, finally addressed Drew. Talked about what happened. And Drew came out. And they had a chat. And fucking loved this line. Because Roman Reigns has talked about how he owns the industry. It's all his company. He has everything. Because he has the tiles and blah, blah, blah. Fuck yeah, Roman Reigns. Big dogs. And Drew McIntyre says, and I quote, you don't deserve those titles. Now, there's a big difference in why I love this is because everyone else has talked about, oh, I'm going to be the one to beat the big dog. No, I'll be the one who beats the big dog and whatnot. But Drew McIntyre's the first one who's actually challenged Roman in, but why do you have the titles? Because I own everything. No, because you fucking, you become what you didn't want to be. You've become Brock Lesnar. You whinged and bitched and cried, Brock Lesnar this, Brock Lesnar that, Brock doesn't care about anything. Now here you are doing the exact same things you bitched about Brock Lesnar doing all those years ago. Fucking off, being part-time, holding things hostage. Now another thing I'll also bring up on this, and it's the biggest reason that I have as to why I don't believe, I know Drew McIntyre will win. What happened at WrestleMania 36? And how Drew McIntyre never got his fucking moment with the crowd. He got to have the rumble, and it was fucking amazing. He got the build, and then COVID happened. Never got a moment with the crowd. And when we got to Mania 37, he didn't win. He wanted, and he's, he's gone on interview and said this before, I'll have to find it later, but he's come out and he said that he accepted losing... WrestleMania to Lashley, if it meant he would be the first person out of that curtain to see the crowd. Because to him, that would be like having his moment. Yep, and that was actually poetic, because you are the first person to get seen at WrestleMania. You get the full energy of the crowd. Made sense. So, it's been very obvious for a very long time. Drew McIntyre will be the one who beats Ron uh, Roman Reigns. If you've been paying attention, it's so painfully obvious. Drew runs through all of Raw, but he can't beat Lashley. Lashley keeps beating him. He keeps beating him. He keeps beating him. He enters money in the bank. He loses that because of gender. He then gets drafted to SmackDown. We're now on a collision course to Reigns versus McIntyre. What's Drew do? Oh, he gets into a feud with, uh, I think he, he fights Sammy or someone. Does that for a little bit. Then Corbin gets involved. And he does a, a feud with Corbin that's just long enough that we're going to do the Rumble. Then he'll fight Corbin in February. And then he'll be the number one contender at WrestleMania. And if you actually watch the exact timeline, you get all the way to that point. And Roman gets COVID. Well, we can't just end Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns on a nothing. It's got to have a big uh, final match. So the only thing to do is to delay it and put it at WrestleMania. Well... Person who gets fucked over with that is uh, is Drew McIntyre, and you actually see Drew is the final man in the Royal Rumble. You don't get to be the final man for no reason. He then does the feud with Big Dog, uh, sorry, with Corbin, and then after fighting Corbin, he does the immediate feud with Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn is now with Roman Reigns. We're back on course. We're back to fighting Roman, and then Roman fucks off and he goes fights Matt Riddle. So Drew deals with Sami and gets him out of the way. Sheamus now gets involved. At the end of Sheamus, we're now back on course with Roman Reigns. Every single time we've done this whole thing with McIntyre on SmackDown, it has been getting to Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. That's the whole reason he's been moved to SmackDown. It's the whole reason we're here. If Drew McIntyre loses to Roman Reigns, 
everything I said about Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin before, you can double fold it. You can triple it. Drew McIntyre will lose almost all of his main event credibility just like that. It'll all be gone. You spent two and a half years building this motherfucker, and he lost the most important match he could have had. What a fucking loser. Really didn't want me crunching on Doritos on stream again. Look, not only has Drew McIntyre had the longest slow burn rise, it's been going in waves. Ever since he lost the title, very slowly going up and down, up and down, up and down. And every single time it goes up, we, we, we almost reach the peak, the wave dissipates and he goes back down again. And then we build back up and the wave dissipates and he comes back down again. And we build back up and the wave dissipates and he comes back down again. This is the time when Drew is at the highest point. I believe I mentioned this as well back at, what, I think it was Hell in a Cell or it was Backlash or something. But way back then, it was just, just after WrestleMania. Roman had just beaten the be- uh, Brock as the Lesnar. He just beat Brock. Then they announced the UK show, Clash at the Castle. And you can almost see the complete realization of everyone, Drew McIntyre's going to beat Roman Reigns. Yep. It's done. There's the date. That is when Roman's reign will end. Yep. And from that point, especially from the six-man tag as well, it's from the six-man tag at uh, fucking Backlash, you can see Drew has been very, very slowly rising back up again. And it's just going up and 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 up. As I said, he's almost at the peak. We are four days. We are four days away from Drew McIntyre crossing over the plane. And he will be at the top. He, it, that is it. It is the precipice. This does not end any other fucking way. Drew McIntyre claymores Roman Reigns square in the fucking face and pins Roman Reigns to make Wales crumble. This is exactly why. Because And again, if you think about it, with how the entire rest of the show's gone, oh, Edge and Reign lost. Oh, well, Sheamus and Gunter, they're going to cheer both either way. But Matt Riddle, oh, he lost. Oh, Bianca Belair and Oscar lost. Oh, Liv Morgan lost. You know, everyone's kind of down and defeated. And then all that matters is Drew McIntyre wins. Yeah. That is the match they want to see. That's what they've paid for. If, if Roman Reigns beats Drew McIntyre, I can honestly say there was the sign at One Night Stand 2006 where it was, if Cena wins, we riot. Nah. If Roman wins, England burns to the ground. All of it. Everyone there will be so fucking angry that Drew didn't win. Yeah. But to, to put this in perspective, this oh, would be like if us with Cedric beating Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Fucking accurate. And I was just going to say, and I bring it up this way as well, where it's, what you got to think about as well is is so clear they had built up Roman and Drew for Mania and then they had to change it because Lesnar never got a, final, a final match out of Roman. That was clearly meant to end day one, Royal Rumble at worst. And look, we got Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley out of that. Still a good thing. But it was so obvious that's what they were building to. Why else announce a UK show now? 
why didn't you announce it earlier? Why didn't you announce it before WrestleMania? Why haven't you announced it any other point? Why now? When you've done a Saudi show, and you've done a couple uh, ca uh, Canadian shows, you've done Australian shows, you've done Japanese shows, why do UK now, after so many years? Yeah, it only ends one way. I say, the other five matches can really end however you want. The finale is all that anyone is going to remember about this show. Yeah. I would if honestly I, guess uh, this Mr. match goes at least 25 minutes. Mr. Vincent, before he left, always said they'll only ever remember the finish. Can you tell me anything that happens in the 1992 SummerSlam event? Apart from Bret Hart getting gassed in four minutes? That's still a part of the main event, though, isn't it? It's the only thing anyone ever remembers. It's the only thing people talk about. Right. Nothing else happened on that show. Nothing else mattered on that show. All that matters is Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog. That was the main event. That's what people wanted to see. It's the same thing. Wait, here. that happened? Sorry, I'm re I'm sorry, I'm reading the card. <laughs> Fucking sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm reading. It's <laughs> all shut up. <laughs> While he lost himself over there. Now, how does this end? I've had a bunch of different ways. I've thought this will end, and every single time, it's how they end SmackDown. So I'm like, well, they're not going to do that again. Roman Reigns is going to come in for the Superman punch. Drew McIntyre is going to play more. Roman Reigns is going to come in for the spear. Drew McIntyre plays more him. Roman Reigns is going to uh, do something, and then the Usos will get involved. But Drew will still beat him. I know we've done that one as well. How the fuck does this match end? I don't know. And then it hit me. From this week's Raw, I think I know how they've planned this out. And it comes down to, inadvertently, Sami Zayn. He's going to fuck up colossally and cost Roman the title. The whole time Drew McIntyre's gotten close to Roman, Sami's gotten involved. The past three weeks, Sami Zayn has been more involved with Roman Reigns than ever before. That they're actually showing them together on screen every week. At the same time, Jey Uso has been having none of Sami Zayn's bullshit for weeks now. Jey Uso's fine. Roman's fine. But Jey doesn't want to do anything with Sami. He's saying Sami doesn't carry his weight. Now, Sami recently took a Claymore for, uh, for Roman. Now, you'd think that's pretty much what they were going to do. But it was this week on Raw. So two weeks ago, Drew McIntyre appeared on Raw... And Kevin Owens came out and confronted him. I mentioned that earlier. At the end of it, the Usos come out. They attack Roman. Kevin Owens drops Drew. And he says to the Usos, Roman owes me one. Well, the Usos don't like that. Roman doesn't fucking owe anyone anything. Fuck you. So they ask Sami Zayn, what the fuck's going on with Kevin Owens? I don't know what's going on with Kevin Owens. You know, we're not all that tight. Isn't he your best friend? Oh, well, you know, trying to dodge the question. This week on Raw, the Usos came out to talk about the big dog. And Sami came out with him. Kevin Owens came out. Started talking about, hey, Roman owes me. Remember what I did for him for Drew McIntyre? The Usos keep saying, no, don't, don't fucking owe you anything. That kept going until Ro uh, Kevin forced Jay into a match. Jay Uso lost the match. Then the Usos beat the fuck out of Kevin. And they got Sami Zayn and they tried to make Sami hit KO with a chair. Sami wouldn't do it though. No, I, no, don't make us do this. He hasn't done anything wrong, rah, rah. Hit Kevin to prove your loyalty to the bloodline. Sammy never did it, because Kevin Owens ends up fighting back and beating the fuck out of the Usos again. 
but he doesn't do anything to Sammy. I think Sami Zayn is going to fuck up hardcore. Something will happen. He may even try to claim, uh, sorry, uh, Haluva kick Drew and get Roman. I don't know. But that's what's going to happen because then the Usos, Roman will lose and he'll disappear. And the Usos will blame Sammy for what happened. Kevin will make the save and we'll get Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos at Extreme Rules for the tag titles. The end of the bloodline was Sami Zayn's fault. And that is Sami Zayn's babyface turn. I mean, it's been coming for a while now, too. In fact, if you actually remember, before, I think it was Money in the Bank, Kevin Owens held the Kevin Owens show and Sami Zayn was his guest. He was asking, what the fuck's going on with Roman? What, do you think you're in the bloodline? You're not in the bloodline, you're delusional. And Sami Zayn's like, you don't know what you're talking about. And it was like, really upsetting. And it was sad. You felt really bad for Sami because you knew he was getting used, but he didn't want to believe it. And now here we are. Every time Sammy leaves Roman and the Usos look at him, Roman's got the space of, fuck me, I can't fucking stand that guy. Yep. I think Sammy is going to cost Roman the title. Makes sense. 100%. Which is funny because my original belief was Sammy was going to win money in the bank. Now, if Austin Theory didn't get added to that match, I still think that was what that was uh, going to be what would happen. But Theory happens, so you know. Yeah. You got any other no. thoughts there, DJ? Or are you just like, kind of listening to ramblings of Sami Zayn? <laughs> ramblings of a madman about a madman <laughs> i will take no, it honestly i i don't see it going many other ways like drew walks out champion that's a that's gotta be a given it's the only way it makes sense if the phrase send the fans home happy is anything to go by it's like well you only have one option yeah yeah and i bring this up as well because this is another thing is worlds collide it's an nxt pay-per-views the next day I'm going to spoil myself. I haven't seen what happens on NXT yet, but I will spoil myself and read the card. Wait, why is that happening? Okay, good. Good to know. Uh, so, because it's a sudden NXT-NXT UK match, because we've probably heard NXT UK is being deleted. It's becoming NXT Europe at the start of next year. So, they're unifying a bunch of the titles. So, it's, uh, you know, Diamond Mind, Briggs and Jensen, Pretty Deadly Gallus. That's the NXT tag team and NXT UK tag team titles. Cool, whatever. But the main event is Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate for both titles. If Roman is going to win, Tyler Bate will win that match. But I don't think that's what they're going to go with. I'm almost certain Braun Breaker is winning both those titles. Doesn't matter what happens on NXT though. Because they'll all, once again, be riding high so long as Drew McIntyre beats Roman Reigns. If Drew beats Roman, people will let them do whatever the fuck they want. They will not care. Drew Mac- I watched Drew McIntyre win the title in my home country. That was fucking cool. You don't waste two and a half years of TV time and booking and building and merchandising and advertising and bil- uh, booking buildings and uh, all this shit and logistics. You don't waste two and a half to three fucking years if you weren't going to do it. That would be like building up this whole big John Cena reign and then... Oh, yeah, but John Cena just beats RVD when he cashes in. RVD never gets the title in the ECW arena. Didn't happen. Why the fuck would you do that? You got one thing to do. And then Roman can fuck off and he can go do his own thing. So I think Roman can fuck off. <laughs> Technically true, but I think after that, as I said, we'll do Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos, which, by the way, we'll get Kevin almost the Grand Slam if he wins the tag titles. I don't. I haven't forgotten this. Um, we'll do that. Roman will then come back. Roman will murder the fuck out of Sami Zayn. And then Roman will go and do his own thing. 
Maybe he faces The Rock. Who knows? But Drew McIntyre will win those titles. Drew will then lose. I say he loses one title to Seth Rollins. That's how we get Seth and Cody. And I think, and this was my wild prediction about two and a half months ago, and I still think it rings true. I think the SmackDown main event is Drew McIntyre versus Gunter for the Universal title. Oh, that'll be a good shit. God, that'll be good. So then our big four main events, maybe five if Roman faces Rock, would be Roman Rock, Becky Ronda, Charlotte Bianca, Cody Seth, and Drew Gunter. There's your five Mania matches. Look forward to it if you paid for your tickets. Yeah. It all sounds good. I think we've also talked about it back when SummerSlam happened. We even have a... Th- uh, Chris and I had a theory that Austin Theory would, ironically, Austin Theory cash in. And he'll take one title from Drew McIntyre. Drew ends up splitting the titles and saying, I will defend both titles because I'm the sexy Scotsman or something. Scotsman. Well, I, I, I suppose that's it. Like, the wording on the money in the bank is that you can challenge for a championship. That's exactly it. These are technically not the unified championships by, like, going under one name. They are their individual titles. Funny and I was going to say, funny enough that, right? I've brought this up as an argument point before. The WWE title and the Universal title are still both counting days on WWE's official website. They never stop. When they unify a title, for instance, Randy Orton won the uh, the World Heavyweight title. Randy held it for one day, became universal, uh, the unified world title. He held that world heavyweight title for one day, and they instantly changed the history of it. That hasn't happened here. No, the, the, the undisputed WWE Universal title. Championship. Yeah, the days are still counting on both titles. So if, this is why I was saying, because Drew's, he's the good baby face. He's going to do what's right for the fans. And he will defend both titles. He'll defend the Universal against Karrion Cross, and he'll lose the WWE to Seth Rollins. He'll defend the Universal title against Karrion Cross, or and then defend against Seth. Austin Theory will cash in and take the title. Something's going to happen. Drew won't have both those titles for long. But he oh, doesn't yeah, that's lose it. both of them for long. Like, they can do the thing where, you know, he goes, I'll defend both in the same night. He wins exactly. both matches, but then Theory cashes in. Exactly. I think the end goal is Drew... Uh, Drew McIntyre is the transition to get the titles back to a single title. The moment is not winning both titles. The moment is beating Roman Reigns. Cody's moment is winning the title. Drew's moment is beating Roman. That's it. And I mean, like, the just in general, this show, this show in general, they announce it, they announce it without a name. Who is it that's at a house show, a live show in London... What wrestler was it that revealed the name of the show? Let's take a look here. It was Drew. On April 12, 2022, the event's title is not revealed, but it was confirmed there would be a uh, major stadium show September 3rd here at Cardiff, Wales, making the first one in 30 years. Although the last major event was 2003's Insurrection, the last major stadium show was 1992, obviously. On April 29, Drew McIntyre announced it would be called Clash at the Castle. And then who was the one that hyped it up? Live mid SummerSlam. Not only mid SummerSlam, I still remember he did it on a random SmackDown. They were building to Roman Reigns and Matt Riddle, and Drew McIntyre announced, "I'm the fucking number one contender in the UK, mate." Like, how you often? Deal. How often do they actually have a live, like, solo promo for the next pay per view, just in the middle of the show? Yeah, 
And as well, as it says here, in 24 hours after the initial announcement from Drew McIntyre, uh, 59,000 people signed up for pre-register information to get the tickets. Like, they knew that the end result is Drew McIntyre's going to win the title. Everyone knew. It's one of the worst kept secrets because it's not a secret. Drew's going to win the title. Oh, you know, like, legitimately, you read the sentence after that. That broke the company record with more fans pre-registering for pre-sale tickets than any other event, including WrestleMania. What does that say? There is no reason. Why would Drew McIntyre not win here? You are pissing money down the drain if Drew does not win. All he's got to do is get the three count. That's all anyone cares about. The second he beats Drew and leaves the UK, I'll specify that, when he leaves the UK with both titles, it no longer matters what happens to the title. That was the moment. He got his moment. Austin Theory can cash in. Seth can take the titles. Cross can take the titles. It doesn't matter. The moment is beating Roman in front of the UK crowd. There is no reason not to do it. 100% no reason not to fucking do it. It feels like it's going to happen. That's just going to be something that it is going to happen. It's just a matter of time of when it happens. The only match I am uncertain of on this whole card (coughs) is Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan. Because... Liv may win. I don't want her to, but she might. But every other match, all uh, Team Bailey, Gunter, Judgment Day, Drew, Seth, I am not in any way, shape, or doubt. 100%, that is the result of that match. It's not going any other way. Yeah. The only reason I'm 50-50 on the women's title is because, well, I want Shayna to win. That's it. Yep. That's just, it's like, and I kind of don't want to say it's like, that yeah it really doesn't matter about it because it's it doesn't matter about that match either no uh, i um, i don't feel as strongly as what i do over that match as the mysterios and judgment day that i seriously i don't care that much about the match i really want shana to win but that Liv- the, that's the thing it's the only thing i care about the match is i want shana to win yeah. i never agreed with this Liv morgan title reign because she's always felt like in the, the nicest of ways is the only way i can say it She's felt like a fake champion. Yeah. I because Ron, they don't want Ronda to have it right now. It's fucking infuriating. <clears throat> and the thing is, I, I can't blame anyone to this but the Fed itself. I, aside from Carmella, <coughs> every single women's money in the bank has oh. cashed in on the fucking day. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Just, I'm fucking sorry. Hang on to it. It's if why Liv Morgan still had the fucking briefcase right now, it'd be fine. It's why my original thought was that they were going to do... Um, they were going to have Becky win. Now, look, Becky has since turned face. Hey, that does make sense. Fair enough, whatever. But if Becky wasn't going to win, I can't even remember who else was in the match. I think Alexa was there. Raquel was there. Lacey was there. So, like, maybe Lacey Evans should have won. But, like, if... Becky wasn't going to win because she was turning face. No one could have won the match because none of them were built up. And it feels like Liv Morgan was the best of the lot that we had left over. No offense to Oscar. I love Oscar, but she wasn't going to win. Just something. Oh, boy. Well, I feel like that is that. And now I get to start to prepare myself to be angry. That's it. Allow the festering to begin. 
I, oh, don't worry. There will be an episode of Dynamite tomorrow. I've got to read before we start, and I will be very infuriated by the time I reach the end of that. Yes. <laughs> I'm just well, going to say as well, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm looking, I'm currently looking at the all-out card. There are two names on this entire fucking card that I care about. Well, at least you have two. You have two. They're the same what? two names. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that match. Yeah, no, that's fair. But yeah, we'll the get... match doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll get to that tomorrow. We will get to that tomorrow, yes. Uh, the plan is to have both episodes uploaded like a day apart, most likely starting from tomorrow night after we record. That's fair. Oh, um, boy. Yeah, so that has been fucking, what's this one called? Clash at the Castle. Ooh. Um, Yeah, I five matches that'll be entertaining but whichever way they go the crowd will be like uh and then the last match where everyone will like cream oh yeah they will send the, fan, send the fans home happy or whales will do a brexit but from the planet i mean to be fair i literally will not blame them <laughs> all right well <laughs> This has been another episode of Talk That Good Shit. Uh, like, subscribe, leave us a comment. Don't put oh. my fucking ad in the middle of me talking again, you fucking cunt. Now watch now. Thank you. Uh, the part of uh, Chris has been played by Microsoft Sam today. Um, voice to text <laughs> or text to voice. That's the one. Fucking voice, to, voice to text. That's called <laughs> subtitles. Yeah, that's it. That'll 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 work real well on this audio podcast. No one will hear you. Yeah, really, exactly. <laughs> um, you just, yeah, you just hear furious typing for two hours, <laughs> and then every now and again, hmm, yes, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it that way. <laughs> anyway, oh thanks for listening in, and uh, make sure you uh, check back tomorrow for some unbridled rage and uh, fury, and trying to make sense of what the. Fuck, we're reading. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Fuck off, Craig. <laughs> <laughs>